Alex Cox. I'm Maddie Cox. And this is Roboism. A podcast about robots, isms, tech, but mostly robots. You're not Kathy Campbell. I am not. She is on a secret robot mission this week. So my wonderful spouse, Maddie, decided that he could step in because we often talk about smart devices and smart homes on this show and what it's like <laughs> to, to want to live inside a robot house. But a big barrier to entry is getting the people in your home on board with all of the smart devices. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we have lived together now for how long? Six years, seven if you count part-time. Okay, so the that makes it sound like we were a like like I had shifts <laughs> like <laughs> for <laughs> I mean you had three jobs so technically that's 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 true oh, my my laptop was keeping my bed warm half the time and at those times we also didn't really have the ability to internet of things our house where well because it was a room and now <laughs> now we uh, live together in an apartment and we can't make certain modifications because we don't own it but i have gotten us really into the siri ecosystem i'd say over quarantine is when you started like really messing around with the smart home system stuff um, and it's only gotten better over time because you had that time to tweak it. Oh, so you would say that it's gotten better over time and not more complex and out of control and like a whole <laughs> like daisy chain of disasters? It works more often than not. Well, what was your first experience with like smart assistance in general, actually? I don't think I've ever asked you this. When I got my first iPhone, when I was, what, 22? Siri. That was my first, like, Siri on my iPhone was the first Mm. smart. Does that count? You mean, wait, 2012? Yeah. Oh, okay. And absolutely, it does. Do you remember what questions you would ask it and the frustrations you had with it? Because I'm always curious when somebody, let's say normal, who knows what normal is? I'm sure if you're listening to this show, um, you're normal. Yeah, sure. Keep telling yourself that. And I, I see normal people trying to use Siri and getting very frustrated with how it's working. And especially in 2012, that must have been rough. Well, I didn't use... I don't even know if voice text worked or was a feature then, so I didn't use that. But I remember sitting in college classes with my friends, and we would be like, Hey, Siri, where is the best place to bury a dead body? And like, Hey, Siri, stop. If if people are listening. (laughs) Sorry, everybody. You have... (laughs) You have, hey, dingus, where should I bury the body in your Siri history? But I remember that was one of the first things that we messed around with and asked it because we were immature college students. I mean, I would ask that right now. I know that they did, like, fix a bug. It was sort of an Easter egg where I 
Uh, it might have gone to a cemetery. I, I'll have to look it up. But that was one of the fun little hidden treasures within Siri. A lot of little Easter eggs are still beneath there. And I really like it. But you didn't use it for anything useful, like call mom or anything like that? I don't remember. I think I just used it for Googling stuff and like cheating on tests and in class and things like that. Wait, but but you couldn't talk wait wait hold on but like right before a test instead of studying Uh, i would be like hey dingus show me blah 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 and then i would just like read the wikipedia article and be like yeah i'm gonna ace that test okay i mean that that checks out so essentially it was a fancy google googling machine because I, I know Google assist, Assistant was, if not out, at least not popular because there definitely wasn't um, the, maybe the Pixel was around. I'm, I'm going to stop talking. Do you even know what I mean when I say the Pixel? Yeah, I know the Pixel was the Google smartphone. Still is, right? Yeah. Oh my God, you're such a nerd. Because I live with you. That's how I know all these things. Well, because you have like five phones and one's a Pixel and one's a small I, iPhone and one's a Windows phone and one's your regular iPhone. And <laughs> That's not called true. Called out. That's not true. I have a, I, I have an old phone as my webcam and because it was cheaper than getting a, uh, a whatchamadingus, a monitor with a webcam. And yes, I have like the Pixel 2 and I try to keep up with android devices or not devices but the android operating system because what i'm you know most interested in now is ambient computing which some people call spatial computing what does that mean i i think that ambient computing is a better term for it but it, it that's a great question matchy it is uh to me at least when your computer or your operating system is all around you. So essentially the, uh, I don't want to spoil it, but the momish computer from Smart House. The only feature I want from that movie is being able to push all my trash on the floor and having it go away. Oh gosh, that's so, I remember that. Life goals. Yeah, mine if you well you already spoiled the last question i was going to ask you which was if you could have one smart device to do a chore what would it be well right now i already have the two best smart devices that do chores for me that make my life easier which are our roomba uh-huh when when he works uh-huh mr romper mr yes. rompers he gets a little confused yeah and uh the cat litter robot like, mm-hmm. it literally saves me so much time that I didn't realize I wasted vacuuming the carpet, sweeping the floors, and scooping cat poop. Like, that's an hour out of every day that I've got back to give to different parts of my life because of those smart devices. You know what I would want is, and I'm shocked that you didn't say this, a uh, clothes folding robot. Yeah, but here's the thing. We don't have room for one of those. Uh, you said the same thing about the litter robot. Also, the clothes folding robots right now, like the prototypes, doesn't it take them like an hour to fold one shirt? 
It's like really slow. It's a little bit faster than that. But I only wear this, like I wear the same thing every day. So really, you know, if it could wash and dry and fold a single thing. Oh, like you just put your dirty clothes in that drawer. I'm if if you can't tell, lovely audience, we were on the same mic because I didn't plan correctly. And I'm pointing at our dresser. So just like being like, yeah, go in there. And then the next morning you open it up and your clothes just right there. Sounds nice in theory. That's what people said about the Roomba and about the litter robot. People can't see you rolling your eyes, but <laughs> they okay. need to know what's happening. But the Roomba still has a lot of issues. And I don't know yes, if it's just because yes. we need to remap ours, but like, let's say you're someone Both. that reorganizes your apartment or your house. Like so many, I know you've talked about this before, so many horror stories of Roombas sucking up dog poop and spreading it around. <laughs> like the Roomba needs one of those... Like, there's that Pixar short where there's that little robot and it, like, scans the floor for stuff. And then go, it, it's broken and it goes to, like, attack the woman and attack the dog or whatever. Um, but it needs one of those to sense, like, dog toys, cat toys, poop, stuff like that. And to be able to see it. And then it would be the perfect smart device. You just confused a Pixar short with a what's it called love death love and robots or robot death love oh shoot yeah only because i'm like wow am i a fake pixar fan mm, no i be, <laughs> because the only reason i remember is because it gets quite graphic at the end i will put that in show notes but this is a family-friendly show so i'm not going to detail how that <laughs> short ends not the way um, a robot would want it to, but anyway, I am. You are completely right that the both the litterbot and the Roomba have a long way to go, and we don't have anything like a smart draw. Like, no, what we don't have any other smart appliances as much as I'd like one. Right, like no smart fridge or whatever. That's the only other appliance I can think of that's smart. It's a smart fridge. Um, laundry stuff, which I kind of have made my to-do list into one because we don't really need a smart washer or dryer. It just involves timers, automated timers I have. So, yeah, I, I would just want to close a, a, fold, a fold bot. However, the main source of... Uh, smarts in our home are the lights specifically the Philips Hue lights and I really thought that you were were not going to go for this because it's one of the things that not not just the the normies complain about but all of us nerds being uh, all right people can't hear you silent laugh and i i want people i don't want to interrupt you <laughs> let me know when i can be like excuse me <laughs> all right excuse you <laughs> what were you going to say initially when you installed these philip hue smart lights i was completely against it you put mm-hmm. friggin 
gaff tape all over our light switches. They're still there. I, it's still there, but now <laughs> it doesn't bother me as much. I would come <laughs> home, the the hey dingus wouldn't recognize my voice, mm-hmm. especially because I was going through transition and my voice would change like every week. Mm-hmm. And so it wouldn't recognize my voice. And I would be like, hey dingus, turn on the living room lights, turn on the kitchen lights. And it would just not do it and then I would flip the switch you would get mad at me I would get mad at <laughs> it would break the whole system I would get mad at the dingus and it just <laughs> took forever to get them like like synced up and speaking to each other speaking to each other you know what I mean like robot languaging to each other yes. ones and zeros and it was initially one of the most frustrating things you have ever put me through so thank you oh I didn't know it was that bad you must really like me I would just use the light switches when you weren't home. <laughs> I I noticed because the gaff tape would be like would not be put back in the exact same way and I was like, "Well, at least he switched it back <laughs> to the right position." So, sure. <laughs> you never noticed. I no, no. Let's let's pretend I didn't. But now that we've had them functioning, almost fully functional, in our apartment for about a year, I love them. I think they are great, and I love showing them off to our friends and family. Elaborate for me, please. What do you like about them? And especially show. <laughs> what do you mean showing them off? I don't know if I've ever uh, seen you do that. Oh, when my dad or mom come over and I'm like, hey, dingus, turn on the lights. And they're like, oh. <laughs> and it's great. I I don't know. I get to be lazy. I don't have to mm-hmm. go up and flick, flip a light switch. And you also have it automated so that when we leave or when we come home, lights turn off when we leave. They turn on when we come home. So that's really nice. It also lets me know when someone is coming home or just driving past the apartment apparently that's still a that's <laughs> Ge- still a thing yeah geolocation not the best when it comes to ios but uh yeah sometimes we still text each other uh are you home and you're like no i'm in the mcdonald's drive through like three <laughs> blocks away <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh. The thing that probably sold you on the Hue lights, and this is another thing that most people don't really keep using, is the different scenes or lighting setups. So at certain times we have we have a chill scene. Uh, I have a tinkering scene and a relax scene. And what that means is you say, "Hey, Dingus." And then chill lights, relax lights, twinkle lights, whatever. Um, and then it, 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 to me. It sets the mood. It, uh, gross. That, oh, this is a family-friendly show. <laughs> Relay FM Switch On is a family-friendly network. I didn't say anything. That's true. <laughs> I don't know why I'm belaboring this point. Uh, and for me, at least, it tr- triggers something in my brain because, uh, as we know, once again, aspiring to be a robot. But, you know, um, lights go from bright, blinding blue to a nice warm hue around f- 5 p.m. to signal, hey, your workday isn't done, but you should kind of start, you know, winding down. And you can have this thing called 
ambient lighting that I I'm not sure if it is in the Hue app or if it's in Apple HomeKit. This is why people get confused slash don't like it sometimes because it's really easy to mess up the automations, which I still do all the time. Yeah, because you have to, for a while you were trying to run it on HomeKit and with the Hue lights and it was a freaking disaster. Mm-hmm. It was terrible. I was grumpy at it all the time. Eventually, I was just flipping light switches. But now I gotta say, I, I gotta say, I love it, especially during Christmas when we yeah. could we hooked up the Christmas tree lights mm-hmm. to the Philips Hue, and yeah. we could do different Christmas light setting. Like it was worth it to go through all of the bugs and fixing it and stuff like that to be able to just like sit and enjoy. We have a small space and it helps me mm-hmm. sit and enjoy the small space that much more. And I think that's why I like it so much. Same. It feels like a different room. And because we only have one, well, uh, no, 1.5-ish. No. We have three rooms. Three. Bedroom. 2.5. Living room. Kitchen. You actually brought up the Christmas lights, and those aren't uh, Hue smart lights. They're actual, they are not the twinkle lights we have for the trigger word for our like other sparkly lights, but our Christmas tree lights are smart lights by, I believe, the company Twinkle. <laughs> and that is what runs off a combination of HomeKit, their proprietary um, shortcut action, or the shortcut actions available in the app, as well, and that is combined with the scenes from our Philips Hue ones that have been brought into HomeKit. <laughs> well, you got one of the plugs to put the Christmas tree lights in the Philips Hue like main plug to hook it up. You know what I'm saying? No, because that's also incorrect. What I did <laughs> see. <laughs> see, this is why explaining it to you scares me because it can all topple down in one second. Just don't tell me. Just I'm I'm happy with how it is. Just don't tell me. Yeah, the the uh, lights that we have that are the sort of ambient. They're they're not really our. They are Christmas lights, but they are not the lights on the Christmas tree. Those are just plugged into a smart socket, which which is a Wemo one, which requires a different app and a different hub. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the integration of bo- both HomeKit and uh, Siri automations. <laughs> Do you want to talk about how you, like how you got everything to work together. Is that something you want to talk about or no? I mean, it's really boring and also confused. Let, let me, uh, one, one sec. Where's my phone? Where's my, oh, got to put, put it in low power mode. Um, got to take a break to catch those mons. See, I'm not playing Pokemon. I'm opening the home app. <laughs> so, uh, one, th- uh, oh, see, it did it again. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Uh, I I clearly changed something and it got confused because it duplicated a scene in the HomeKit app 
that, uh, well, it's and it's just called Home on iOS. And notice that it says Default Room, but I also have the Living Room here. The Default Room should be the Living Room. It's not. And the, the Christmas late scene should be gone because it's not uh, dis- I <laughs> It... <laughs> It, it, Wait, it's, you made it Christmas colors. Yes, and it shouldn't be there because notice how it says failed. That's because the it is connected to the uh, the Christmas lights that are packed away that are twinkle the proprietary the other proprietary lights. This is why I just use the Hue app mm-hmm. and don't yep. Yep. and don't mess around with anything else because <laughs> oh my goodness. And I. Right. And that's why there are certain scenes I've set that are very clear, like twinkle lights. You you know what those are. Summer vibes. The Oh, do you want me? I, I can make a scene called Summer Vibes. We have one. It's oh, a tropical we? beach light. Oh yeah, that's that's um one of the built in ones with the Philips Hue app that's actually pretty good. I like it. And my tinkering scene is just really green. I, I don't know why. I, I just like it. Um, chill is is like a very purplish one for me. And we have the focus lights that simulate like daylight. The ones that you love to wake up to. They blind me and I hate them. They're the bane <laughs> of my existence. <laughs> I need to. Oh, I need to get up early, and um, I have a vitamin D deficiency, and that doesn't help it. But I like to pretend it does. Is there anything though that you would want to change about our setup or make easier? Because as we just demonstrated, there are just a million things that can go wrong, and a million things that you can fiddle with. I think it's worth it, but most people don't think it is at this point, and I completely understand why. Personally, I'm just getting used to everything, and it, I am, don't like change. I don't like technological change. I am old like that. and you, You're 31. My God. I just mean I have an old mindset like that. So what are you saying you're an old soul? Let's elaborate on this. This is about isms as well. Is this an ageism type thing? Uh, you you're literally trans. You you like change. You know I'm always like, why can't I just use my old phone? Why can't I just use my old laptop? Why can't we just keep things the way they are like this? Because it's 6 years old and falling apart. That's usually the answer. Yes, I know, but <laughs> So technological change is what I'm usually averse to unless there's an awesome camera attached. But I don't think there's anything I would change just because so far everything works really well for me. Hmm. I'm surprised. You seem very content with this setup. Other than the fact that, hey, Dingus doesn't recognize my voice... I understand that you think it is because your voice changed and that is partially true because you can set it up to say, hey, you know, hey, Dingus, and uh, recognize your voice. But now Siri uh, on the HomePods have profiles. So when I say, hey, Dingus, place uh play me some music it'll take 
from my Apple Music library or the algorithm it thinks I will like for a playlist and play it. And then when you say it, or say, but even if it's something like, uh, hey, Dingus, turn on the lights, it will be like, I'm sorry, I don't, it was speaking. That was my British series. First of all, ours is Australian, not British. <gasps> Wait, oh, oh, that's that's the other problem. Some of the home pods, and none of them are on betas right now because people are gonna be like, are, are they on a beta? Are they on a beta? No, because I don't want my house to burn down. <laughs> I don't. I, <laughs> 800 square feet with four home pods <laughs> some of them were free oh i think all but one were free but now they've been discontinued so thanks apple thanks tim apple um but the when you when you say hey ding dingus turn on the lights or hey dingus i'm ready for bed and it's like um oh no i, I sorry i'm getting ahead of myself because Siri is so confusing and HomePods are confusing. Uh, you can set the voice for each individual HomePod, like the response voice, as well as the your voice and the voice. So the voice you use to hail it. So it recognizes. Hail it. it hail, come hither. <laughs> Henceforth, well, we that's... ride. <laughs> Get on my steed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's why I call him my robot butler. And, and he's got a nice little uh, British voice. His name is Dexter. Australian. Ah, uh, ah, uh, the, that, that's the problem. Sometimes if you're setting up a HomePod, like you need to set them all up individually. It's a huge pain in the butt. And I, I know that I accidentally left a couple to be the female American version, which I don't like. I just don't, I don't, I don't like her. I want the, my British butler. The kitchen is her. The, yeah, yeah. And the bathroom is Australian, I think. Yeah. The bathroom's Australian and the living room is British. So really, you just say we're a multicultural household. Bear right. <laughs> What I I really enjoy how the British butler tries to say Chicago <laughs> street names. Bare left on Clyburn. <laughs> this isn't funny to anybody who doesn't live in Chicago. Mike is groaning at your attempt of a British accent right now. Mike Curley is not listening to this. He's one of the big uh, fancy boys over at Relay FM. Switch on. Speaking of Relay FM, switch on. Did you know that there are other amazing shows on this network? I did, actually. Tell me, what are some of the shows? What a wonderful transition. Thank you, Maddie. It's like you almost do this as your job when, uh, <laughs> when, when we're not sharing a single microphone and passing it back and forth. Today, I would like to tell you about Rocket Accelerated Geek Conversation, and it's hosted by our friends Christina, Brianna, and Simone, and it's a countdown to excitement. Comics, movies, games, and books. No galaxy is off limits. So if you want to hear three awesome women talk about just total nerdy stuff every week, uh, you should go to relay.fm slash rocket. And while people are checking out Rocket, I think that you should all check out Kathy 
online, even though she's not here today. You can find her everywhere on the internet as Mrs. Soup. Get it? Kathy Campbell? Kathy Campbell? I, I do get it. Yes, I get it. It took me about three years. That's sad. I know. <laughs> I think about that a lot. And you can f- find me on the internet at Alex Cox or at Alex Cox FM everywhere. And I think that's pretty much the show. Oh, wait. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I saw you leave. Yeah. <laughs> Maddie just made a very upset face at me and I was going to do a cute transition. Wait, where? Well, let's hear where we can find our wonderful guest, Matthew Cox. Well, thank you. I thought you forgot me. <laughs> our, our faces are basically touching. I couldn't forget. You can find me at Maddie, M-A-T-T-I-E-R, Cox, anywhere, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and you should listen to the show we do together at Two Headed Girl FM. What's Two Headed Girl FM about? It's about gender, our minds, and all sorts of transitions. Listen, I wrote that tagline and I like it. So don't. <laughs> I was just trying to be peppy. Uh, oh, yeah. You got a lot of pep. You're right. You have a lot of pep in your step. And, oh, gosh. And uh, people will not have heard this yet, but you are going to be a uh, guest on Dubai Friday this week. Another show that I do with our friend Merlin Mann, who is also on uh, Relay FM Switch On. And he does the show Rec Diffs with John Syracusa, who is unfortunately not a robot. We've checked many times. Maddie, is there anything else? Nope. Please just remember to get vaccinated. If you haven't already, be safe and wear a mask. All right. This has been Roboism. Thank Thank you you for for listening.
best and free my life. I have places to go, people to see. I should be optimistic. better than I do. Mm. So you're not coming back.